Okay, welcome once again to the Legion of Reason for September 23rd, 2018. Uh, it's been a tough time for Pope Francis and his coterie of criminal characters in the Vatican. We're going to be talking ad nauseum about that. I, I have a whole intro written, and I and I when I finished, I realized, oh, yeesh, why bother? Uh, we're going to. There's too many topics to cover in, in the intro. Um, before that, we're going to, well, maybe if not before, maybe we'll start with that. But after that, if we start with the uh, Catholic Watch, we're going to be looking at uh, the regressive left files in jolly old England. Uh, uh, South Yorkshire police plea for citizens to denounce their neighbors by not only reporting hate crime on social media, but also non-crime hate incidents, whatever that means. Um, and hold on to your love handles because everything you know about obesity, obesity is wrong, apparently, uh, at least according to a recent HuffPo piece. Uh, but uh, first, uh, I'll, before that, I'll probably talk about uh, a little film I went to see at the Calgary International Film Festival, uh, Be Behind the Curve, which was uh, an interesting documentary on the flat earth community. Uh, anyway, uh, how's everybody doing this this uh, weekend? It's very snowy here, and a lot of the leaves that weren't quite ready to fall got smashed to the ground from under the weight of the wet snow. Oh, so yeah, they were not that bad. We'd got a little bit of rain, but nothing serious. Um, yeah, I saw your photos on uh, Facebook Twitter. Ah, yeah. My furnace will turn off shortly. Oh, good. Yeah, I can definitely hear it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I went to yesterday to the, the Calgary International Film Festival, and they had Behind the Curve, and it was a very interesting look at some of the more prominent members of the Flat Earth community, if you want to, you know, for lack of a better better term what, in, in general what are their titles in their, in their working lives titles they don't have titles <laughs> uh they're they're there's a few engineers in there there's uh, but most of them are just regular people who who can't reconcile what they see around them with a, a spherical earth and one of the things i learned about about them is a lot of them like cats which is kind of hmm. strange but it's kind of funny because they, there's there there's some decent experiments that they're trying to do that are, are you know supposedly would prove that the earth is flat uh one involved a very sensitive uh, um, gyroscope and they they said okay if if the earth is turning then we should see 15 degrees uh per hour uh, deviation in the axis of spin and of course it's exactly what they see but you know, you know there's no it's always pushing the goal goalpost somewhere else you know they're moving the goalposts and try to rationalize away the failures of their of their experiments and uh, well uh, the success of showing the earth is not flat yeah, of their experiments yeah it was it was it was definitely entertaining i mean I, I one oh yeah I'll, here I'll, I'll just uh i'm gonna play play a clip here and it's from this is from behind the curve time i ever heard about flat earths was i think when i was in space last 
I can't believe I'm talking about this. They was well-versed in just about every conspiracy you can think of. Chemtrails, 9-11. Did you know they made up dinosaurs? I completely solved the JFK assassination, which I'll share with you in a different day. And then Mark said that he was a member of the Flat Earth Society. And I said, oh, Mark, what are you on to now? This. This is what it is. Excuse me, anyone ever told you the Earth is flat? I caught his smile and he wasn't buying it. Nobody wants to admit that they've been fooled, but it's happened to every one of us. If you look on Google Trends, it's like a spike. There's now flat Earth dating sites. I mean, we've got songs. Why is it expanding the way it is? Right. And online, you'll see so-called evidence that seems scientific, and you go, huh, maybe they're onto something there. Science is having a problem combating what we're doing because they don't know how to address it. I want to believe this. This doesn't mesh with reality, so don't change my view, change reality. Now we're doing an international conference. It's okay to believe all this is really happening. In a conference, we want to prove there's no curvature. And if we can do that, it's game over. Can we get to the point where it's acceptable? Yeah, that's... Uh... I mean, they're so proud to have their little... Their... What do you call it? The groups that are... <laughs> Sorry. Cults. Well, it's a lot of, a lot of conspiracy theory people and it's it was interesting because there were uh, actually uh, splinter groups within the flat earth community that were you know that there's a dome over the earth and you know various levels of nut hattery <laughs> uh, you know it, it's it, it was just a really interesting look and in that you know of course they talked to the astronauts and the astronaut was like what the hell? Why am I talking about this now? Um, <laughs> but so it was fun. I, I quite enjoyed it. I would probably give it a, a four out of five, and it was entertainment. It, yeah, well, it was it was definitely an interesting look at, at a closer look at you know community that we know is out there because the 2018 conference in Edmonton, uh, which had you know involved. I don't know what you do at these conferences. Okay, the Earth is flat. We're... Okay, <laughs> what, what what do they do? That talk about all the times and people laughed at them. I mean, I, I don't know. It's more support group than anything else, I would think. Well, and of course, there's a lot of when when I saw who some of the speakers were, I thought they were related to churches. They, well, they were all very quite religious. Some of them. Not all of them, though. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, not all, because you certainly don't have to be uh, any type of religion to be um, have lack of critical thinking. I guess you would say in anything that you have to confirm your bias, you're going to cling to, and of course these groups will give each other that. Well, sure. Yeah, that's what one of the things about about this is like church, where they get together and and buttress each other with you know social network but you know there's no sign nobody with a phd in in science these things and what do you do about about these people they've they've left themselves behind uh and uh, how do you bring them you, you can't there's a level there's a point at which you there's diminishing returns about trying to be inclusive and get people moving forward you, you can't force people to you know short of 
putting them on the next uh, SpaceX rocket, you know, what do you do? I mean, even then, I'm sure they'd find a way to rationalize yeah. it away. But they're, so, what they're looking at is a movie or something instead of reality. Yeah, that's yeah something else. So, you know, NASA, of course, is a is a conspiracy, and yet you'd also have to include the Russians. The Russians must be Japanese. buying into it, and now that you know others, India, China, uh, that have you know, I don't know if India has sent anybody in space. China has. Um, and Japanese has a probe that just landed on an asteroid, I think, too. So. Yeah, it's it, the models that they come up with are really bizarre. Yeah. Earth and the moon are rotating. It. If, if the funny thing was, I was thinking with these, it's, you know, the flat Earth and the Earth and the, on one. Say, uh, there's a bar that goes across on a on a pivot point, and the moon, sun's over on one, the moon's on another, and they rotate around, and that's how you get day and night cycles. Well, how do you get the phases of the moon? How do you get? How has nobody found that pivot point in the center with the big thing holding up the sun and the moon? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's. <clears throat> It's an exercise in frustration that that I understand people don't want to get involved in, but they don't want to waste their time with this. So yeah, I can't I can't even understand how you're actually able to formulate questions to challenge it. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, what? <laughs> they did another experiment where they would have a they tried to use a laser and they used a poor poor laser. So the spread, beam spread was too wide, but uh, they tried to, okay, they've got, uh, the laser is at eight feet on, on one end, and the beam hits at eight feet on the other end of, you know, say a couple of miles, just a difference between the two points. And in the middle, you measure the height. Uh, and if the earth is curved, of course, the, the height in the middle where the the light beam uh, passes is going to be shorter because of the earth's cur curvature um and they couldn't get it to work i was i was too bad because that would have <laughs> i would love to have seen <laughs> what the the look on their faces when they found out yeah that's exactly what happens but, but you know they, they'd rationalize it away they they couldn't do it that way so they what they did was they had a light shining through two holes, you know, th through a, you know holes in a, in a couple of boards, and then they measure the height of the light at at uh, a certain point, and they couldn't even see the light, and they said it was weeds. Hmm. Weeds got in the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, are we running on? Um facebook oh, we should be let me see yeah we are okay hmm. all right um okay next 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 what do we got next um yeah what is next are we going to go straight into catholic watch or are we gonna there's a lot of catholic watch oh, oh wow is there a load of catholic watch yeah I, the, huh. the yeah i'll just press this it's now time for the lead in reasons 
Catholic Watch. Yeah, the problems never, never end now for poor Pope, Pope Frank. Um, you know, it's it's like it's like every day now that there's something new coming up. Um, I think we'll talk about the leaked report in the Netherlands that uh, where 20 of 39 cardinals, bishops, and auxiliaries uh, are were found to have covered up. Uh, priestly pedophilia over the last 65 years um, that's the okay that's the German one where is the that's der Spiegel we'll get to that ah here we go all right hit this one Dutch Catholic Church accused of widespread sexual abuse cover-up this is in the Guardian so you know, more than half of the senior clerics in the Netherlands were involved in hiding crimes. I, what do you, you know, at what point do people say, okay, we're gonna stop trusting the church altogether and we're gonna get police to, to look at this? Uh, four, four of them, four of these 20 abused children and 16 others were involved in in what's known as the system which is transferring pedophile priests to fresh hunting grounds basically in order to hide crimes and yeah and who i love this who could have caused new victims in other parishes oh really you think so yeah, uh, of course it of course yeah. it's just you know this is a worldwide thing there's only one continent <laughs> where this hasn't happened Antarctica <laughs> and, and I'm not even sure about that you know like there's there's a post office in, in Antarctica but I don't, I don't think there's a Catholic Church anywhere but <laughs> this is just every day something else is coming out and yes some of them are a lot of them are old but not all of them are old cases and I, I have no idea what the church is doing to prevent new ones there's protocols in place that that uh, are you know how to handle fresh cases but i don't fresh. know yeah literally fresh um so, uh, the names of several bishops correspond to those named in a report commissioned by by the church in 2010 and most unfortunately most of the uh, the accused clerics have since died and in all cases, the statute of limitations had had expired. Uh, that's oh, there's even oh, I, I missed this because I didn't get to read this very very much beforehand. Uh, meanwhile, in France, a priest has been charged with sexually abusing four siblings, now aged thirteen to seventeen. Yeesh! It just it's a sixty-four-year-old priest. It just goes on and on. It's it's not stopping. Yeah, they were all in the choir. Oh. oh, the siblings. Well. The thing is, they're not getting the message that you can't be alone with children. They're just not getting that message. You, you could not do this in a public school. No way. Well, they don't shift teachers around the way they do. Oh, that too. The priests. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and the first thing that, that a public school does when they have an allegation is you get the the teacher out, you know, on paid leave. The very you know, and then and then and not, investigate. Not in another school. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have no idea what they do in the Catholic system. <laughs> uh, I'm joking, of course, but uh, I, I actually I don't know. Uh, do they, they must have the same protocols in place for Catholic schools, right? I mean, they've got it. Well, they're publicly funded, so I would assume. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that that doesn't seem to mean anything. Yeah. They, they don't respect that it is public funds. You know what what that entails. It's, it's all infused with Catholicism. Um, what else we got? Uh, leaked report uh, in Germany, thousands, over 3,600 uh, cases of sexual abuse and between 1946 and 2014. So these aren't all old. It's still happening. Yeah. 1,670 clerics are accused of sexual misconduct. Hey. Uh, researchers had examined and evaluated more than 38,000 personnel and other files from 27 German dioceses. Uh, this this was, uh, by the way, leaked to Der Spiegel, and we're going to come back to them in a bit. Uh, what did he say? Uh, Bishop Stephen Ackerman of Trier. Uh, we are aware of the extent of sexual abuse that is proven by the results of the study it is oppressive and shameful for us that's it are you kidding me yeah really yeah i don't know I, for me there's nothing short of the the dissolution of the, of the catholic church that would satisfy me um yeah, they certainly don't know how to respond to uh, alleviate public oh, no. concern. Yeah. They're tone deaf. They're, they're, it's just they're, like, oh, we're going to pray, and oh, poor us. You know, we're, yeah, you know. like that's a, like they're going to do penance like as if that is actually punishment. I'm like, oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever. No, you're going to prison. <laughs> you can pen do whatever penance you want in your cell. Um, I, Ackerman also criticized the leak of the study. Of course he would documenting the abuse of, of minors by priests and religious uh, in Germany in the between the years of 1946 and 2014. In a statement from the German Bishops Conference, Ackerman said, I regret that the study which has remind, remained confidential so far and is the result of four years of research on the subject of sexual abuse of minors by Catholic priests, deacons, and male religious in the area of the German Bishops Conference <sighs> was published today. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Whoever leaked this, thank you. Yeah, no kidding. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm gonna do. Hang on. Where's it? There we go. Hey. <laughs> I love this thing. I love this thing. It is amazing. I. I this is. Uh, I'm using what's called a stream deck, and I just push a button, and <laughs> everything happens over there, and I don't have to worry about about what things crashing. And uh, oh, yes, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and hey, where's my royalty or not royalty, but uh, endorsement check there, there, Elgato. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, why should why should these things remain confidential? 
Why are they upset that they get leaked? They yeah, well, I think the reason's obvious. Like, you know, they're, they don't want to get caught, and now they've been caught, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse every they should, day. They should be, they should have been out in front of this and published it themselves. For yeah. just for, for transparency, and they just haven't learned. You know. Oh, this this is interesting. In that article, um, during Bergoglio's time as cardinal, many of these oh. victims in Buenos Aires turned to him for help. Nobody. Oh, that's was uh, that's coming up in the Der Spiegel thing. Uh, um, yeah, Bergoglio is uh, that's. Pope Francis' original name. Uh, yeah, let's let's go to the Der Spiegel thing then. Yeah, get out of here. Ad for something. Yeah, it sounded kind of German. Yeah, uh, Der Spiegel published a 19-page report, which was highly critical of Pope Francis's uh, popeship. <laughs> I guess that's what you call it. Uh, the cover story titled "Thou Shalt Not Lie." Uh, and subtitled "The Silence of the Shepherds," yeah, that's that's pretty hmm. scathing. Appropriate. Uh, yeah. Now this I hate because they, they this article cites Life Site News or or Lie Site News, probably is more accurate. But they're reporting on something that's actually been published. Uh, Okay. Uh, the report covers cases such as that of Father Inzoli, a convicted abuser laicized by uh, Pope Benedict, you know, uh, Pope Palpatine, uh, but <laughs> restored to the priestly state by Francis. Are, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, so much for, for yeah. you know, there's more compassion for, this is what they found in, in Pennsylvania, the, the, the grand jury. There was more compassion for the perpetrator than there ever was yeah. for the victim it, oh the, he's such a good priest otherwise oh jeez you know yeah very very tone deaf yeah they don't they um, don't get it the magazine where this was published I guess says adding there are currently 62 trials in process against Argentine priests the number of their victims could be in the thousands, but they're actually 62 trials in process. Yeah, uh, but the, the thing is, maybe not all of them are actionable. Like they might not have enough evidence or whatever. But yes, yeah, certainly, they could have. They almost certainly will have many more victims than than uh, criminal trials. So they probably get uh, a class action suit. Uh, I am completely. I have no idea what Argentine law is on that, but there's no way Francis couldn't have known. It's impossible because these would have been reported up the chain. Well, guess where the buck stops? It buck, it and, buck stops with Cardinal Bergoglio or Francis, whatever you want to call him. And some of the victims in this article say they wrote him directly and... One of these folks in the article, Glago, says that in 2006 he had a conversation with the then Cardinal Bergoglio. He was withdrawn, mistrusting. He said no word about the fact that the church paid Grassi's lawyers. The current image of an open, sympathetic Pope Francis does not fit the man whom I sat in front at the time. Yeah, the Grassi case is kind of interesting. Grassi is a, a, a 
a priest who was accused of sexual abuse of minors and uh, is now in prison for raping teenage boys. And, and the Pope, or not the Pope, well, he was, wasn't the Pope then, but he was Cardinal Bergoglio. And, and he was aware of this. Yeah, he was aware of this and protected, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I can't say that I'm, I fault him for f paying for the, for the lawyers because he, the church has a right to a defense, but to, you but know, the church paid for the lawyer, not the priest himself. No, that that's that's true, and and I think that that's 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 okay. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him on that. Uh, I don't have it's to. Not a good cause... reason not to tithe, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. If I was a teacher and the school paid for my defense, I, I'd kind of be laughing at myself. Like, I don't have to pay for this. My employer is. Uh, often the, that, that is the case. Uh, your, your employer, it's, it depends on what you have for a for a job. Yeah, yeah, it, it really does. <clears throat> like you would have the union represent. In case of a school, it'd be, it would be the teachers' union that would uh, uh, be in charge of f funding the defense. So that that was Der Spiegel. And so the thing is, the focus, you know, up till now, the Pope has been a, sort of above all this. I'll put that in scare quotes. Whereas this, this article puts him right in it. Yeah. He says, a legal defender for the Argentine abuse survivors, Juan Pablo Glego, says Pope Francis is now in exile in Rome has found his refuge there so to speak yep. and adds that in argentina francis faces the suspicion that he protected for years rapists and abusers of children yep he's right in the middle of it now so if the der spiegel report is correct then yeah we'll see what happens but yeah. he's complicit yeah he's he's absolutely in the in the thick of things um Oh, yeah, this is something This else about the German. This is unbelievable. Cardinal Marx, this is a German cardinal, says mistakes were made in handling abuse. <laughs> really? In other words, we, we screwed okay. up and got caught. <laughs> I guess it's yeah, we made some purposeful mistakes. Oh, they've been found out. Yeah, it's just bizarre. The church experiences highs and lows, said Cardinal Marx, particularly in these days we are thinking about the dark sides of what has happened and what is happening within the church. Okay. Uh, we stand on the side, uh, yeah, whatever. We stand on the sides of the victims of sexual abuse. That is our continual duty, except that they completely abandoned it, but you know. We should take criticism as encouragement to grapple with this task. Um, I love this. Sin and violence are present throughout the history of the church, he said. It is deeply disturbing that people within the church experience evil from people who are supposed to proclaim the gospel. So, same old, same old. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't like how they use the word evil there. Well, I don't it's people that, like that got away with things. It's not 
it's not a matter of good and evil. I mean, they chose to do things that hurt people. And yeah, I guess you could define that as evil. But who, who, do, who then do they lay evil at the feet of? Satan? And then they just need mm -hmm. to be cleansed of their sins and Satan can take the blame and they're okay now. Satan, also known as the Great Accuser, or whatever it is in the other article that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're coming mm -hmm. up on that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are we here? Oh, yes. Chilean officials raid four dioceses in sex abuse investigation. Now, in Chile, uh, there's been accusations that the bishops have been destroying evidence. Uh, but on on uh, the September 15th in Santiago the as part of uh, in, an investigation into sexual crimes against minors uh, they carried out raids on uh, sorry on the 13th and uh, they hit four uh, offices of four dioceses and it's uh, an ongoing thing I have a cameo hey, hey kitty Come here. Come here. Come here. Hello. Say hello. Oh, he's purring. I hear the purring. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so we'll see what comes of that. That'll be interesting. And so I guess they've been carrying out a bunch of raids uh, and, and getting uh, as much much evidence as they can to to prosecute them and i hope they do yep cardinal Let's see oh this is timothy dolan oh yeah, yeah 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 uh cardinal timothy dolan you remember this guy he was trying to hide church assets to keep them from being used in in compensating victims mm. um he's announced the appointment of an archdiocesan this is hard to say archdiocesan special counsel who will be tasked with an independent review of protocols for responding to allegations of sexual abuse and of course they pick someone who's catholic that's not independent to me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it doesn't seem very independent to me maybe you know maybe she can set aside her catholicism uh, it's Judge uh, Barbara Jones, and so she's going to take. You know, she's not tasked with investigating any allegations. It's all about the yeah. protocols and etc. Their processes. Yeah, I mean, it's like getting ISO'd for for pedophilia. What is that ISO mm -hmm. twenty thousand two hundred seventeen? I don't know. Sorry, uh, work talk. Uh, I'm, sick, I'm sick and tired of ISO. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's more. We'll see if this is anything other than window dressing. Uh, even our many critics do admit we've made a lot of progress in dealing with the abuse of minors. Now we need to be. I, I don't remember ever saying that. <clears throat> I've never said that. Uh, I've never admitted any such thing. Now we need what, to be. What? What's that? What are you talking about? Well, he said even uh, our many critics do admit we've made a lot of progress in dealing with uh, the abuse of minors. 
I've never. Did said they that. give any examples? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Critics. It's like these people, you know, somewhere over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not them. Not them. No, no, not them. They're real people. Uh, those ones over there. You know, it's fake news. Fake news. <laughs> yeah. So I trust Timothy Dolan as much as I could throw his, yeah, his whatever he drives. Uh, yeah, he he <laughs> he uh, obtained permission from the Vatican to move fifty-seven million dollars uh, a few years back. This is uh, where is this? Uh, in twenty thirteen, um, fifty-seven million dollars of church funds into a trust to shield it from sexual abuse victims seeking compensation. Yeah, that's it's you know, doing fantastic job there, Timothy Dolan. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so you think he's not going to do the same in this case to hide stuff? No one trusts you, Tim. You hid stuff, and you're going to hide some more. Yeah, and you got caught. Wow. Well, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and in India, as if things couldn't get any worse. Anywhere else in the world, in India, uh, a bishop there has been accused of rape. He he has since been arrested, but he, of course, gave up his resignation. I suppose that's, he was trying to avoid <laughs> prosecution. Didn't work. Um, bishop Franco Milakal uh, is his name, and he repeatedly raped a nun over two years. That's, oh, that's the accusation. This is one of the other dirty secrets of the church. The, that is non-abuse. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. rampant throughout the church. It's yeah. not very well documented. But, but we know about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, seven nuns gathered in a public square in Kochi uh, earlier this month to protest how both police and the church have responded to one nun's accusation that Bishop Milako raped her in 2014 and sexually abused her multiple times over two years. Um, you know, if she went to the police and they didn't do anything, that's shame on them. They should be, themselves be prosecuted. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, and here's a picture of His Royal Highness, Bishop Franco. Franco, what kind of an Indian name is that? Uh, Franco Malacca. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, that's, I'm showing my, I'm being very on PC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sex abuse in the Catholic Church. Yeah, it's a big problem. And he's victim-blaming, saying that the nun was being accused of having an affair with her cousin's husband. Yeah, well, so what? Yeah, and did I not see something, maybe this wasn't the same case, but where, you know, basically they were seeing um, some woman who had been raped, so she's just a prostitute, everybody knows that. Oh, kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind wow. Crap. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a prostitute can be raped. Oh, and and yeah. in this in the nun case, three more women have accused him in recent days. Oh, yeah, that, that made, doesn't surprise me. The congregation superior general maintains that he's innocent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the prisons are full of innocent people. 
Um, <laughs> Ando said. Uh, this is uh, from the Catholic Herald in the UK. If the church won't hold bishops accountable, then sh should the courts? And uh, yeah, that's I, don't, like I think that's the, that's the go-to. <laughs> that's the first thing you go to. <laughs> but here's the thing. Some, yeah. some fear that state investigations will lead to state interference. And I'm like, yeah, where's, where's, where's the oh downside? God. I don't see a downside here. Uh, <sighs> But the good news is that there are three states that are launching investigations, Michigan, New York, and New Jersey. And we'll see how, how those go. So uh, they're organizing a legal task force to investigate crimes. Oh. Yeah, so it's that's, that's good news. Now, here's the story on the Michigan. Uh, Catholic priest abusive investigation. Now, there there is a kind of an insinuation in this article in the Detroit Free Press that he, uh, the prosecutor, uh, Attorney General Schuette, is trying to garner some, some votes. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't care. I mean, yeah, he he was very strongly against. Uh, legalizing same-sex marriage and and a few other he's a he's a social conservative um but you know what this this i agree with so there you go i don't care what his motives are really yeah in this case it's the right thing to do absolutely yeah so i i kind of they're casting aspersions and i don't agree that they should be doing that Ah, yes. Uh, Edmonton Archbishop Richard Smith of Edmonton, Alberta, calls this the evil in our midst. Yeah. I, I kind of think that they are the evil. It's not in their midst that you are the evil. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would seem that way. Yeah. Just, I mean, this is, oh my God. I miss Fred. I, I challenge anybody to think of one good thing that the Catholic Church has done over the last at least 200 years anything you know yeah that hasn't been tainted by uh, proselytization and, and forcing religion on, on a people and, yeah, and, yeah you know there, did you hear about that there was a question on a on an exam in Alberta, I, I can't remember what, what 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 it was for, but uh, what was one good thing about the residential schools? Yeah, the teacher has huh. since been fired uh, or something oh, like that. Oh my God! What? Yeah. I mean, come on! <laughs> so they learned how to read. You know, you can do that without getting abused and potentially killed or taken away from their parents they could yeah. have very well set up schools set up schools in the area to teach people how to read i couldn't so yeah. unbelievable they didn't unbelievable. they didn't have to take kids hundreds or separate families for basically ever yeah 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 i guess so i i, I would have to say um like the catholic immigration society of canada I know we've got like a branch here and they help, you know, new Canadians adjust and 
you know, they've got lots of programs, so I'll, I'll give credit for that one, but I don't really think it's associated with the church. Let's put it that way. It's probably just, well, it might very well be, but, uh, so, yeah, they, like you said, they've, they've, you know, there's been some good, but a lot of, it, it's just offset by so much, you know, ugh. Yeah. Poison. Exactly. That pulses through to this very day, you know? There's not one bit of good of that that they couldn't have done in the community. That a secular person couldn't do, yeah, exactly. Or in their own communities without shipping kids far, far away from their parents. I mean, it's cheaper to kidnap all the kids and throw them all in one location, I guess, but it wasn't about that. It, it was about integrating. It was about turning them into good little Catholics. How bizarre. You think just like doing the missionary thing or whatever would suffice, oh. right? Which is bad enough in, in and of itself, but to actually, you know, separate families and the stories of the mass graves that these homes run with mothers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, in Ireland. Uh, yeah. I think there's one or two here, too, wasn't there? there? I don't know. Shit dug up here it. that's just sickening, you know? Yeah. Uh... What's next on the docket? Did we talk about the yeah? The, oh yeah, the evil. I miss I miss Fred Henry. I really do. <laughs> I, I, the no, I don't think we did talk about it. Oh, the evil in our midst. Okay, yeah, sorry. Well, we kind of did. It's not much to. We, yeah. It's more. The guy in Edmonton is um, playing apologetics for rapists, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. virtue signaling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cardinal Timothy Dalton has spoken about how he how the extended sexual abuse scandals facing the church have taken a personal toll on him. Oh, can I get an aw? Can I? Get, can I do I have something in the soundboard? No, I don't. I don't have anything like that. I I have this though. There, that, that's that's close enough. Uh, I love this I thing. mean, who cares really about the victims? What about me? What about me? Yeah, yeah. it's just amazing. If you don't, uh, he, he said, uh, if you don't think that's wrenching, I'll t I tell you it's awful. This summer has been anything but a church picnic for us. It's been a disaster. One crisis after another. Oh, no. Yeah, you damn well deserve it. But, but what was uh, he responding to? He said that his mother, who lives yeah. in an assisted living home, told him that people knew her son was a priest and that she was ashamed of the scandals uh, and that she's embarrassed to be Catholic. So yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Why is she still Catholic? <laughs> me, me. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're, yeah. if you, if you're embarrassed to well, be Catholic, well, she's probably don't be not. Catholic. But now she's got this son. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. That's more yeah. what it is. It's more about I, my, my, I have no son. Um. Well, I don't, I don't know that, but I'd be, you know, if 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 it were me, I'd be trying to talk my son out of the fucking church. Is basically what I'd be doing, you know. Uh, what else would he do? He's not qualified oh, for anything. Yeah, what what yeah. are you qualified he for? He's a salesman. He's been selling religion. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do another church that isn't so bad. Like Although, United? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of... You know, these abuses are, are not just in the Catholic Church. There are no. other you know, sects all over the place. So... Who, you, you, there's no safe haven. <laughs> there's no, yeah, and, no sanctuary. And, not here. Not in the church. And it's you know like it's not necessarily a religious thing either. Um, for example, think of coaches. P 
people who um yeah anything in leader, you know yeah. scout leaders and shit like that right positions of yeah. power Posi you know, yeah like around children. children yeah like, yeah. yeah like that guy that uh the 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 american uh, gymnastics coach oh yeah yeah that's that terrible i mean how did that ha how did that go that far well kids when you're a child you don't know who to talk yeah, to you that's true you get told that you're making things up no one listens to you you have no credibility so when you finally grew up and get a voice it finally enables the ones that are currently getting molested to speak out but it takes someone older usually to speak out first mm. yeah probably or even just the first person to speak out you know doesn't necessarily have to be in but i get where you're coming from you know yeah in this case yeah. it was the adults people that grew yeah. up finally started talking yeah, yeah. And I've put up the phone line banner, so if anybody wants to phone in and comment on this, you can call us toll free at five eight seven. Oh, come on. Five, yeah, five. What is it again? Uh, five eight seven. It's slowly coming into view. Five eight seven two eight eight one zero six seven. There we go. And you can call us toll free and and and. If anybody has a comment on uh, the elephant in the room with the funny hat. <laughs> uh, speaking of him. I know that Vincent has been watching us and I haven't been reading off comments because I'm hoping he'll call in. But I wanted <laughs> to um, say, hey, we haven't talked about um, uh, the, the great accuser or whatever the heck yeah, it is. That's uh, it. We're, we're right at, at that now. Okay, so. okay, okay. Pope Francis. Wow, the great accuser is trying to uncover sins to cause scandal. You know, it couldn't ha be because of the crimes themselves. It's not, that's not a scandal, apparently. Um, uh, in these times, it seems like the great accuser has been unchained and is attacking bishops. Oh, the great accuser? What the? I, I think Sorry. he's well, the, the devil. It's Satan. the devil, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. The Pope told bishops that they seem to be under attack from the devil. Oh, God. They're calling these people devils now for uh, telling the truth? No, the devil made them do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the devil made them do it. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's all pray for them. Fuck. Just sickening, man. True, we are all sinners, we bishops, he added. He tries to uncover the sins so they are visible in order to scandalize the people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Holding people accountable for their actions is what now? Satanic. Totally satanic. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fine, I hope they all burn in hell every single bishop. The great accuser, as he himself says to God in the first chapter of the book of Job, roams the earth looking for someone to accuse. Well, he doesn't need to leave the church, that's for sure. Easy pickings. Well, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, like, where can you not roam these days where it's not fucking flying out of your face some article about the next you know major scandal with that church oh my god this is just <laughs> this this article just makes me want to lose I know, my, it's my shit so entirely out of touch. Just, oh like i said no reality. apologetics if, if there's ever well, yeah yeah he's it, talking about bishops it's the accusations like god yeah in this article, guess, uh, so they still were complete. So, what what is the solution to all the these scandals? Is it to 
you know, hold people accountable, whether they committed the Apparently crimes or not. hit them. No, here, here it is. Pray for them. Yeah. No, a, a, bishop's, a bishop's strength against a great accuser is prayer, that of Jesus in his own, and the humility of being chosen and remaining close to the people of God without seeking an aristocratic life that removes this unction. Let us pray today for our bishops, for me, for those who are here, and for all the bishops throughout the world. Bishops must remain humble, he added, because they were chosen by God. Well, they Holy can go shit. God makes, some pretty blood, God makes some pretty fucked up choices, doesn't he? Yeah. She, it, whatever. They're, God's pretty stupid. Uh, and evil. He, he also said that the bishop who loves Jesus is not trying to climb a ladder, advancing his vocation as if it were a mere task or seeking a better... Bullshit! That's that is all politics. That's how how bishops are advanced. You don't advance by not wanting to advance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my God, mon Dieu! Oh, it's, what a load of what a load of bullshit this this was. Ah. Oh, mm -hmm. so, uh, uh, it's yeah, like blaming the FBI that. for Trump's crimes. Yeah, victim blaming and rape apologetics is what I get from this article. Oh, totally, yeah. And I, I'm going to show in a moment here. We're, we're, are we any, done with the Catholic watch? Um, let me just... Yeah, I want to throw up now. For now. Yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah, till, till next next episode. Because, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what's going to happen, right? Uh, it's it's going to be... Every day, every day, there's something Those new. Those bishops are gonna have the accuser on them again. Oh no! Yeah. It's cool. How about stop raping kids? Yeah. That would be a good idea. What a what yeah. a what a novel idea. Yeah. Yeah. And how about not being your own internal investigators? Yeah. The, the, to keep enabling the, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You just have to shake your head. I want to find that too yeah. before we move on. Uh, yeah. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, like I posted on Facebook about, um, I can't remember what the posting was, probably something to do with that um, um, protest on Sundays, right? And, and I, like, I know quite a lot of, you know, moderate, moderate Catholic people and that kind of thing. And I'm like, I seriously wonder because the, the tide is changing such that when you hear the word Catholic, you kind of cringe, right? Yep. It's just it's becoming very very negative associations are you know becoming yeah. part of that word now and um, maybe some kids won't get raped now. Well, maybe some people will leave the church, is what I'm hoping. And so, well, uh, like, how do you, how can you how can you still how can you still identify as a Catholic and and um, if they haven't left by now, <laughs> there's yeah, no, you know. Well, there might be, you know, people thinking, oh, I'm working from, you know, inside to change. You know what I mean? Like, is that oh, thing? like that, that uh, University of Toronto professor who thinks that uh, universities are, are bastions of white supremacy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing it from the inside. Uh, I don't know. So yeah, but then there might be somebody else who's like, oh, my God, this guy represents, you know, the degree I'm earning. I, I better stay around because I have to try and salvage my, you know, my, uh, Well, he know, gets his paycheck degree. from the University of Toronto. 
Yeah. What a hypocrite. <laughs> if he's an absolute asinine moron. I mean, yeah, just just follow this guy named on Twitter. It's his handle is black like who. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. There's some some deeper meaning, I'm sure, underneath that. That it's well, there's a wrong. novel called Black Like Me. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But yeah. Was it a novel or was more an experimenter? I think yeah, you know, novel yeah, based was. on yeah. true stories, essentially. Whatever. Well, well, it, it, diary. He he <laughs> took a drug which uh, which uh, increased uh, the melanin level of, in his skin. And okay, and he wrote about his experiences. Yeah, white people can get black actually with that drug yeah. now. I've seen that. I've seen that. It's, it's also very toxic. Even their their hair color even changes. Yeah. Everything they look hmm. black. This uh, lady as white as me with blonde hair from like uh, Sweden or something. She took them and she appeared on uh, botched because she had a plastic surgery that went bad but they showed pictures of her before she took the drug and then after and she does look black wow what was it crazy was that, was that what's her name the the, the... linda what, what the <laughs> oh shit no it's <laughs> not this, linda um... this this lady was trying to be one of the human dolls or something stupid and then she oh, started no. taking that drug and went black instead and it's crazy you can get it yeah it's also hmm. toxic well why why would at those levels why i have well why would you take such a thing is there like a because she thought that... i'm a cracker no, she thought she was more beautiful i mean this what? is a person that was getting all kinds of plastic surgery breast augmentation nose jobs everything else and then she took that she thought she looked better and then she was trying to get her nose bigger after to look more black it was it, this person is off her rocker but she just did it for how it looked yeah but like how did this this um particular pill or whatever come into being did it have some kind of import into actual medical technology and it was found to be a side effect or like what or was this actually developed for that or? it just you start overproducing melatonin melatonin like melatonin i mean whatever yeah, they must have figured out. It's actually pretty easy to trigger the sun. The sun triggers it, so you can yeah, yeah. Do, you can figure out what the sun does to trigger this and put make a drug that will affect the skin the same way, only <laughs> a lot more. Wow, it can turn someone as white as me black. I, I'm just curious, like who developed it and why, and I'll we'll have to look into that. It's yeah, not hard. Yeah. It's not hard to do. The sun can do it, so you just yeah. figure out chemical com composition of what the sun triggers in the skin to do to make more color pigmentation and you just make put in a pill fascinating because that is a chemical reaction our skin reacts to the sun exposure produces chemicals which which, which you can take orally <laughs> so, so is it for prescription or is it no like no she got it it or what internet oh okay huh you can buy this stuff off the internet wow or you can go to any doctor and try to get it too but whether or not the doctor will ethically prescribe it is the question so it's much easier just to go on the internet yeah huh 
Because, like, I remember when they used to do tanning pills or whatever kind of thing, but they were actually, like, basically, they turned you orange because they were, like, carrot-based. Yeah, no, yeah those were <laughs> carotene. Okay, that those reminds were... me so much of Trump. It's got to be taking that shit, don't you think? I would think, yeah. If he, yeah. And he wouldn't want to be black, so there's no way he's going to take <laughs> an actual drug to get that dark, so... And why isn't he, like, getting a bit of a tan when he goes golfing all the time? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> He's probably challenged like I am, pigmentally. <laughs> Wait. Uh, should we move on? Yep. Okay. Vince is not calling in tonight. The Regressive <laughs> Left Files. So last week there was a knife attack in, I guess it was in South Yorkshire in England, and uh, they there was a lot of racist tweets going on. You know, there was the belief that it was multiple attackers and it was a terrorist attack. It wasn't, um, and so the York South Yorkshire police posted this tweet. I think I've seen it before, actually. Uh, in, it says, in addition to reporting hate crime, please report non-crime hate incidents. What are those, actually, by the way? Uh, which can include things like offensive or insulting comments. Like, what? <laughs> which can, you know, like, online, in person, or in writing. Uh, hate will not be tolerated in South Yorkshire. Report it and put a stop to it. Hashtag hate hurts S-Y. <sighs> Can you believe this? So offensive, yeah, offensive or insulting comments. Oh, and of course everybody piled on to this and saying, "Oh, I'm I'm offended by this tweet." No <laughs> and, kidding. Yeah. And it's like I'm offended take by people action. who are perpetually offended. Frankly, <laughs> are you serious? This is like. This is, I immediately thought of, I don't know, remember where I read this. It's in a, a novel, uh, Denunciation. You denounce uh, your, your fellow, fellow person and, and give them up to, to you know, torture. I can't remember what book that's in. But, it sounds like a Monty Python sketch. No, <laughs> it sounds like it, but it, it's much, much more sinister than that. But, uh, I'm going to uh, be right back. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, but this is uh, just uh, a, I don't, I don't know what to say to this. Like, it's just big, too open to interpretation. Big brother. A, a, witch, a witch hunt. It's, it's. You know, the people were making parallels to 1984, of course, and Orwell, uh, you, know, you know, big brothers watching you kind of thing. I, I, I just don't, I just don't understand. Do police not have enough to do in South Yorkshire that they have to police things that aren't criminal? I mean, I mean, there, there's some scandal going on where 96. Uh, officers were uh, it's mentioned in the clip i'm about to play i think and this is from a talk radio uh show uh which is uh i love what she said here julia hartley brewer on police push to investigate non-crime hate incidents if it's not a crime it's none of your bloody business and yeah <laughs> 
I, I just don't get it. So there was a knife attack in Barnsley. This is what precipitated all of this. Uh, and there was speculation online about whether or not it was uh, uh, terrorism or that it was multiple uh, multiple uh, offenders. Um, and I guess there was a lot of racist comments going on. And yeah, those are reprehensible. But this is just driving this underground, man. And I agree with Jonathan Pye. Jonathan Pye says, I don't want this driven underground. I want it in the sunlight where it can be seen and can be uh, refuted. And I so agree with him. I should I should play that clip sometime. It's a, it's a wonderful rant. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, here, here's that same tweet. It's it's crazy. It can report anything. Anything offends. You, the word hello could offend people. You know, I don't. It, it's... Well, apparently, um, happy Saturnalia and anything not Merry Christmas is extremely offensive. Yeah, exactly. The two, you know, what the hell? So I'm going to play a, a little clip here. Um, Let's see if I can get it started. Come on, you. The national rise of 21%, including a very, very serious violent crime. I'm, I'm sure I'm some well. people's feelings are hurt, but is that a top priority for the yeah, police? I, I was at a meeting yesterday in, uh, in uh, the Winter Gardens in, in Sheffield City Centre where we were looking at uh, knife crime and we gathered together people from different communities. Now, some of those were people from different ethnic minority communities. They're precisely the sort of people who were deeply affected by the incident that happened on Saturday and the... I think the people who were most affected by the incident on Saturday were the people who were terrified out of their wits when some, a six-foot woman ran through the town shouting, kill, 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 with a large knife in her hand. No, you're absolutely wrong. Partly because, I suppose... Cause I'm you wrong. Well, you're wrong in the sense that it wasn't only those people. Those people were affected. No, I said the people who were most... You're telling me that someone who, got, someone who saw a nasty tweet the day after an incident in which someone ran down the street shouting, kill, 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 in the middle of the, the, the city, and you're saying that, well, no, their feelings may well have been hurt just as much. No, I'm, I'm saying to you that, the, that on Saturday when that incident happened, there were a lot of people affected, market traders people who were shopping in the town centre, people who were passing by, they, they were deeply affected by that. Also, because of the vile, racist comments that were put on social media and elsewhere and the rumours that ran around, other people were affected as well, well beyond the town centre, and that included some people from ethnic minority groups, not can, only in Barnes, but I, in other I just say, South Yorkshire. And, you have, can I, no, no, can I just say, it's, it's out of trial and billings, you have repeatedly, in virtually every answer you've given to me, you've talked about our communities, you've talked about trust, yeah. and you've caught, talked constantly about ethnic minority groups and religious groups. That, that, that has been the theme throughout all of your answers. Now, no, maybe it's, it's because, I don't know, maybe it's because, because I, maybe it's because the person I am, I don't know. I think that most people in this country, regardless of the skin colour, their religion, or anything else, they just want the police to do their job. They want of the police to be on the streets, but Bobby's on the beat. They want, they want if they record a crime, to have that, that crime investigated, and they want their work done. I don't think they think the police should be remotely involved in the communities, ethnic relations, other, other than where there is a crime involved. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree with the last bit, but uh, I, I get where she's coming from. Is a 
like, are we seriously going to be calling non-hate crime or non-crime? They're all of a sudden elevating those to the level of crime. I mean, well, if there's nothing that they can be criminally charged for, then what's the point? Yeah, I don't know. And why waste police resources on this? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, when there's been these grooming gangs, uh, you know, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, where, where are your resources going? You know, there's only so many resources, and what are your priorities? What did she call it? The hurty feelings. Yeah, line she she called like yeah the hurty feelings hotline, uh, or yeah. no hurty feelings helpline. Which I think you know that's yeah pretty much it yeah that 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 kind. Not of, to say there might not be a place for that, but it certainly doesn't reside with a you know yeah, paid public employees who are supposed to have yeah, other work to do. One eight hundred dial a therapist. Okay, that's where it belongs. Yeah. yeah. Right, come on, I, I I cannot believe that people. That this guy, this this—he's a theologian, by the way. That's his expertise <laughs> on policing. That—that's where it comes from. I don't know wow. how, but wow. that's—I looked him up, and it, it, she she's got a point that the people that were most affected are the ones who were in the vicinity, uh, who had to actually potentially deal with a knife wielding maniac. Okay. Yeah. If I wasn't, if I lived in that town and I wasn't downtown, it wouldn't affect me in the slightest. Yeah, but certainly if I were right there with the invisibility of it and all that kind of stuff, yeah, I'd be fucked up for a little while for sure, you know? Yeah. It's just bizarre. This victim, it it's just screams of this victimhood mentality, this victim culture that is, you know, bubbling up from the the slime slimy ooze that it came from where it should it should have stayed you know <laughs> victim victimhood is the new empowerment it's just weird i don't get it that's an interesting way to phrase it yeah it's it, it's really good i've been reading a, a book on on the phenomenon uh, i can't remember if, what what it's called but anyway it treats it as a sociological phenomenon and you know history has had uh, uh, honor cultures where you know that's how uh, when Aaron Burr shot uh, they, they used it as an example when Aaron Burr shot uh, Alexander Hamilton in a duel and Alexander mm -hmm. Hamilton didn't really want to do the duel but his honor was at stake right Whereas you and I'd be like, oh, screw that. I'm not, <laughs> that's, 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 that's yeah. silly. The whole thing is silly. Uh, how does yeah. that resolve issues and disputes? It doesn't make any sense, but that, I, I, I see a bit of honor culture in that disaster of a movie. I, at least I thought it was a disaster of a movie was the, uh, the Black Panther. Oh, what a horrible film. I, oh, like, I haven't seen it. Does, does anyone think out there that Mortal Kombat is a good way for the transfer of power <laughs> as a, to a head of state. Like, are you kidding well, me? Well, clearly, because it's happened in history. <laughs> well, sure, it's happened in history, but it's also been yeah. disastrous. It's been disastrous. I mean, the, like the yeah, the biggest bully wins and gets to rule. You know, yeah. you, for every good king uh, that there was, uh, the next, the next. Uh, 
uh, set of progeny sucked. You know, like, you know, you get, you don't get, you get random. You get a, get a box of chocolates, as Forrest Gump would have said. You, you don't know what. Yeah, you're you, get. you, yeah. Genetics is a jumble for a reason. Yeah, and, and the upbringing as well. I mean, did they get a proper? You know, they'll get a proper education, but did they get a proper understanding of how to wield power? You know, this is not being the son or daughter of a monarch is not a good uh good way to to it's not a it's not a uh, uh and what's the word i'm looking for it's not a it's sustainable? not sustainable no it's just not a an aptitude there we go that's it's that's not an aptitude okay. yeah. you know it, yeah that's they, they were assuming the firstborn was born with all the qualities of a leader yeah and it it did provide stability you know <laughs> times when when there was none but now and then you got entitled so does a lot of you know but There's the still, thing is in, yeah, people in, believe that shit in nobility you start getting these entitled pricks so of well, course they're gonna give them. a crap about the people yeah um wow i think holy crap that that's it like is that all i got Oh no no we yes. got one more we got one more to go yeah 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 uh, my favorite oh yeah everything oh, you know about obesity is wrong oh my god okay so this is a journalist who went online and gathered a bunch of stuff together he has no background in science and uh, obviously has no ability to actually you know find a good study or a good source any cherry picks. He, he didn't learn anything about metabolism. And yes, you sh shouldn't fat shame. No, that's not right. going to help. And no, diets don't help. It's a lifestyle. You have to not eat too much every day of your life. You can't go on a diet and then go back to what you were doing. Diets don't work. I agree with that. But he also trotted out the tropes. Doctors don't know what they're talking about. He also trot out the tropes about metabolism that are all wrong. He doesn't know a thing about metabolism. So if you want to go into some of that brandy that you have prepared oh uh do i do you no well i i i just you know the obesity is a a uh, risk factor in a whole bunch of of uh disorders uh, and including diabetes uh cancer two certain cancers like colon and uh uh, breast cancer, uh, and it's associated with esophageal cancer, which is 100% lethal, uh, and a few others. It's uh, a health risk for uh, cardiac problems and stroke problems. It is for a reason. gout. Gout is another one, um, and osteoarthritis is a big one. And he's, he's, it's an interesting argument that this guy makes. He says, uh, uh, people are not the uh, average. And I'm just like, yeah, but people make the statistics. Okay, so you're, you're at a higher risk factor for these things. Maybe you should think about, you know, dropping some pounds. It, there's no good way to say... You know, you need to drop a bunch of, of weight. <laughs> it's, but it's, but know, the article is full of reasons about reason. why people can't do that, and they're all completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it conflates two things. One is fat shaming and 
the other is uh, sound medical advice. Yeah. Sound medical yeah. advice is not fat shaming. Okay. Yeah, yeah you not... can't say all doctors fat shame. You can't say all yeah. doctors are too stupid to know about diet and nutrition. That they're all. Com he's he's saying that all doctors are wrong, except for of course the doctors that say. Uh... No one can tell me that. I'm sorry. I, I, as a person, uh, Carissa Anna King, this picture of her here is not the least bit attractive. I'm sorry. That is called. That is something that is hardwired into brains it's not something that that changes with fat acceptance i hate that mm -hmm. I, I i am an enemy of fat acceptance because I, you can be against fat acceptance without body you know fat shaming that's those are two totally different things and, and i i just don't understand that, that you know, this person is who wrote this article is actually enabling people and saying it's okay mm -hmm. to be fat giving them the excuses no, that oh your metabolism can't be changed uh, yeah and, he and, brought up he brought up things not from sources that know anything about metabolism like i i've i actually posted a bunch of articles about that that counter his points um one of the big things that he's wrong about is metabolism um, heavier people actually have a higher metabo yes, metabolic do. rate than skinny people to meet the fuel demands of the larger body. If you have a bigger body, you're going to be expending fuel to deal with everything. Um, uh, your body uses food for fuel. If you're bigger, you're going to have more needs for fuel because you have yeah. more cells. Every single cell needs fuel. So, And he's like, oh, but... If you lose weight, then if you stop eating, your your met metabolic rate goes down so much that you're going to just get fat again. No, no your body's garbage. actually yeah. very good at dealing with the status quo. If you have less tissue, you will require less food. So that that slowing of the metabolic rate makes sense. You're smaller. You need less fuel. That is not a bad thing. Yeah, a lot of this has to do with fat shaming, and I completely agree. I mean, we shouldn't be. Yeah, in his article. Yeah. And he basically but, accuses all doctors in society yeah, of fat that's shaming. Garbage. No, it's yeah. about health, and he's denying that too. It's about. No, health. it's about pushing an agenda, is what this article is all about. Yeah. Right? Which agenda? The yeah. fat acceptance? Yeah. yeah, it's denial of health. It's denial yeah. of what? Being overweight does for your health. You're 18% like more likely to get cancer if you're overweight you will get a higher chance of type 2 diabetes the people that manage to control their weight within the first or second year being diagnosed or having type 2 diabetes can actually go into regression they can actually be cured of it mm -hmm. in a sense but if you are overweight for two three four years and haven't been able to control your weight you're going to end up dealing with type 2 diabetes the rest of your life you have to catch it early, just like cancer. So to deny these simple factors in actual scientific studies, not anecdotal studies or things put out by people that don't understand metabolism, um, I don't. I didn't go into every single thing that the guy posted because you can tell by his conclusions that he's just pulled things together that confirmed his bias. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, like the misdiagnoses 
right? Um, I think that could happen to anybody. Yep. It does happen to yeah. everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're fat, thin. Like, well, so- and, you know, it, it, if I go in and I'm carrying a few extra pounds, you know, I think the doctor would be wise to say, hey, what's going on? You know, like, well, why are you suddenly gaining weight or something, right? Like, you know. When have and you, you know ever carried a few extra pounds? <laughs> What's up? When have you ever carried a few extra pounds? <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, I have. My doctor told me what? I could lose 10, Dro- 20 pounds. I mean, and I didn't disagree with that. I was getting up to 150 at one point, and I'm 5'1". That's dangerous for someone like me. So I just asked her, well, okay, what can I do? It's basically eat less. Yeah. Uh, Power intake yeah. versus calorie it's not. energy burn. Find out for energy out. You can take into account your size, yeah. your height, everything. Your activity find level. Out, find out how much you need to eat per day for the rest of your life so that mm-hmm. you stay at a certain weight. You can actually do that. And we have calorie counters now that will help you and everything else. I got more active, yes, because, well, that health benefit was my my brain felt better too, not just my body. I feel stronger when I work out regularly. But... I was less hungry, actually, and people will say that if they work out, they're more hungry. Well, uh, I found I was less hungry, and that's an anecdote. I'm sorry, but you have to find what works for you. You have to go talk. You can ask your GP. A GP, yes, is not going to be a specialist on diet nutrition. That There's registered dietitians. There's specialists. You can get a referral. You don't rely on your general practitioner. Yeah, and- we're talking about Americans here, right? So maybe not so much us, you know? Yeah. Americans are so screwed. (laughs) They only get like, reading the article, they only get like two visits to uh, nutritionists, whereas I guess about 12 would be, you know, with this more compassion. Like I get that he's advocating for a more compassionate treatment method, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't deny. But that's... And don't... don't That's they learn already. And don't, don't say that people can't do anything. That yeah, is not true. Exactly. That is yeah. not yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. That's not true. And you can't deny what will well, happen that... to you if you don't get down to a healthy weight. Yeah. Like Randy says, there's a different difference between fat shaming and yeah. fat acceptance, right? Yeah. Um, sure. Certainly I'd never, you yeah. know. But hey, if one of my close friends um, came to me and, and she was overweight, well, women do that, frankly. And um, said, you know, I wouldn't know. What, what do you think? I'd be, <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, what I, I think most people who are overweight are just like straight up about it, right? Like, hey, I'm carrying too much weight and blah, blah, blah kind of thing, right? Well, um, you can walk with people. You can watch each other's yeah. diet. You can call each other when you're like suddenly eating 10 pounds of chocolate one day because something uh, upset you. So yeah, just drink a glass of water before you eat or have some kind of a soup or, you know, something, you know, um, there's all kinds of little things that you can substitute to uh, make it not so intolerable to change your lifestyle. And the next thing, you know, it's, you're still eating well, but, um, you know, there, there is some appetite control involved. The more fat cells you have, the more of a certain drug is going to be coming out of your system when those fat cells are starting to shrink. They're going to say, we're starving here, fill us up. If you have mm-hmm. more fat cells, then it's going to be harder to control your appetite. But at some point, you've got to do that. And yeah. deny those fat cells mm-hmm. what they want. But it's, I think it's easier and more advisable to um, 
you know, every month try and make a lifestyle change or something like that, right? So you're not like losing it all at once. Yeah, you can't you know? say, oh, I'm going to yeah. suddenly cut 20,000 calories out of my yeah. day I've been eating that much. <laughs> you have yeah. to slowly, yeah. slowly deny those fat cells. Yeah, and not only is that going to make... You can't do it cold turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's going to make the longer term plan, you know, just substitute out, I don't know, uh, butter for, I don't know, something else. Like drop what? the butter. You know, and use a vinaigrette instead of a cream dressing. Super easy stuff that works. Cut calories. Just yeah, cut. exactly. Walk a little bit more and blah, blah, blah. And burn more calories. Cut them yeah, exactly. and burn them. You don't have yeah. to be a weight builder or anything else. You just have to increase your activity. You don't have to suddenly become a marathon runner. You can just walk. Yeah. And talk to your doctor and get a referral to a registered dietitian. Uh, there's people at gyms. They're They're trained. They're... They can help you on your journey as well. You don't go to a GP and then get mad at the GP for not having all the solutions. Yeah. Because they do have the resources. Yeah, they can refer yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. And, you know. If you but, want to accept yourself the way you are, but also accept some of the health consequences. I mean, I felt horrible at 150 at 5.1. I did. Yeah. And now I'm down to 125. It only yeah. only 25 pounds for me got me to a healthy weight. I mean, I could probably lose 10 more, but do I have to? No. I've accepted that I have a few extra pounds. That's fine. <laughs> Vanity that. weight, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that. fine. You yeah. can do that, Absolutely. but don't accept yeah. 200 extra pounds or 50. Yeah. You yeah. can work on it yeah, without feeling like you're not being accepted or that you won't be accepted until you do do it. Again, this is a mindset. If you're going to feel like anyone telling you that you need to lose weight is an insult. Yeah. Where does that get you? Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen people tweet, uh, I went to the doctor today and, and my doctor fat shamed me by saying that... Uh, Trying to get them <laughs> to be more healthy. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not fat shaming. That, that's just sound medical advice. You know. That's their job. It's yeah. their job to let you know that, that was, maybe that was <laughs> you could be a little more healthy. In the article, they, the, the, what was written was that, well, doctors think this is within their, their domain. I'm like, yeah. It is. It's health. It's yeah. part of their health, and they're worried about your health. Okay, that's their job. Ay, mm -hmm. ay. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's just frustrating to see a non-scientific reporter again, a lay person, just take everything that fit their bias, including stuff that Alti say about doctors, and throw it into an article and say the whole world sucks unless you love fat people. Yeah. I can love a fat person, but I'm not going to tell them you're the healthiest person in the world. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I often say to my, you know, daughter and other people who expect me to blow smoke up their ass. I don't blow smoke up your ass. I'm sorry. You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to do it to myself either. Yeah. Yeah. I look at my dad who's in his 60s and he looks wonderful. He's always stayed in shape. He's always watched what he's eaten. So I know by his example... It's not just genetics, because they look at my mom and a few years ago just plumped right out. She stopped eating healthy. She stopped being as active. She, I mean, 
it's not just genetics, whether you're skinny or fat. It's also what you've learned and what you know about what you and what you're facing that you're eating every day. Every time I've seen those shows where people need to lose weight, they show how much they actually eat and then try to tell themselves they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the things I did agree with uh, in, the, in this article is that more has to be done to make healthier foods available to the lower income tax brackets because the, the cheap stuff in a grocery store is, is the stuff that contributes to the problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I and totally, avoid sugar. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, avoid too much sugar. Not, not cut it out. Avoid high sugar, high fat food. Yeah. Eat more mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables. Eat more celery. Because <laughs> yeah. so, socioeconomic <laughs> status. You can stomach. I started eating more beef jerky. Huh. Wow, Protein. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Socioeconomic status is a, a big factor in, in health in general. It's a... It's a well-known problem. I mean, this guy, this the author of this piece didn't discover that. My goodness. It's been well-known. But that's a governmental issue. And it, doctors can't do that except, you know, the, uh, push for, for change in how we, you know, how we fund, uh, you know, subsidize healthier foods rather than, than the, you know, craft dinner. And guess what? One of those healthier foods is GMOs because they're cheaper to grow. They take less water, less work. Yeah. And they have more, you can actually genetically engineer them to be more nutritious, to contain the vitamins that you need. I mean, the vilification of GMOs driving people away from healthy choices has been absolutely mind bogglingly frustrating. Yeah, Yeah, um, I know that, um, I don't know, sometimes you buy strawberries and they're like freaking cardboard, right? (laughs) But probably still a better choice than a chocolate bar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Look at calorie counts. Get a calorie counter. It's not, you're not giving yourself heck, you're watching your intake. Well, just substitute things off for, you know, slightly lower calorie things over time and, you know. And don't go on a crash diet. Change your life. Change your lifestyle. They, yeah. they mention uh, he mentions uh, Weight Watchers in here as as if it was some kind of a fad diet, but it's not. It, it's it teaches you how to assess the value in in a food. You know, they they have a tendency to uh, they, they do it by a point system, and so foods that are higher in fiber would would have uh, fewer points, even if they might have some some extra calories involved. You know, it's it's about changing um, yeah, you, your your eating habits and your food choice habits mm-hmm. if you eat um a whole wheat bread with more fiber you will burn it slower than you and put it away start if as soon as it hits your mouth starts getting turned into sugar that sugar easily goes into yeah. a fat cell converts in your liver to fat so, whereas if you eat something that's gonna burn slowly you're gonna burn it off before it turns into fat i mean learning these things and knowing what to eat how to eat helps it does help mm-hmm. and weight watchers will teach you that and it's not a bad thing well a comment from vince he says he has a few hundred extra pounds and more of him to love 
So, so yeah, that's again, fine. we're not into yeah, we're not we're, into we're not say there's something wrong with you. We're just saying, <laughs> no, yeah. as a person, they're no more or less valuable than any other person. Absolutely, the fat shaming don't do it. Yeah. If you want to I'll... become a, a healthy weight, so that you have less chance of cancer, so you have less di chance of diabetes, so you have less chance of heart attacks, you can do it. But you may yeah. need to get some resources and help too. I mean, I had to go and learn a lot to help me on my journey. I, I had to find out, okay, what should somebody my size, my Caucasian, not Asian, body, take in a day? Yeah. And you might have to go to the doctor or a registered dietitian to maybe figure some of these things out. Maybe you need supports, you support system. But there's nothing wrong with being happy with yourself, of course not. But yeah, this yeah. article denies yeah, the goes, health issues yeah. that come with it. Yeah. 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 But well, on the other hand, like I said, it's advocating for a more um, um, what's the word I want to use? Sympathetic, empathetic form of treatment, and I, I, I'm sure that's right. You know. I, I'm but, just um, not. I'm just not sure it's as big a problem as it, as he makes it out to be. Yeah. He, he makes it sound in the article that there's nothing they can do. You're fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not true. Yeah. Unless there's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, but I, I can see where a GP might make a flippant remark and just not know what the hell they're saying. And if you go to a nutritional you know, specialist or whatever, that they might have more compassion because they're just a little bit more trained to on how to approach this, right? Because yeah. I do think, you know, like shaming is probably not going to do any good. No, I'm sure, no, you know, no. yeah. yeah. I mean, when I wanted to change habits, nobody could have shamed me more than I shamed myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Like, and you don't yeah. need to hear it from others. You yes, exactly. Hear all... Like when someone yeah. told me after I lost 10 pounds that I was getting there, instead of saying, oh, good for you, I was pretty mad. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, wow, wow. I don't want to hear you're getting there. I mean... At the time, that was the most I thought I could lose. And if I thought, I thought if I, this was like six years ago, if I, I thought if I lost any more weight than that, I would be unhealthy. And for them to say I was getting there, just really? Yeah. Yeah. It was a guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Someone I was dating <laughs> at the time. We aren't anymore. <laughs> yeah. Saw that coming. Oh, I think we're at the end of the road. Yeah. No callers. No, no callers. Just, just, just. Well, there's going to be <laughs> a, some uh, changes in the, in the uh, podcast. Uh, I'm dumping these two. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh no! No, really? okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I've been playing with some new software. I mean, it, not just the Stream Deck. Oh, I love this thing. This thing is just oh, yeah, new it's toy. awesome. It, it just fantastic uh if you anybody who does any live streaming get one of these things and you can program it to do anything pretty much um and it's all takes place you just press the button forget about it uh but i've got a lot of uh animation software that i'm testing out which is going to be really really fun and um it it complements uh, some of my other animation software that i had for a while which is anime studio uh, i got uh pop video which is going to be interesting to play with it works with green screen and you can uh, help, uh, it's very good chroma key uh, software and also allows you to put in 
interesting backgrounds and do all sorts of funky things. And I've got Crazy Talk Animator. It's all from the same company, actually. It's kind of oh, neat. Cool. Crazy Talk Animator is really neat. Uh, I almost had something ready for tonight, but it, uh, I just thought, no, I'm, I can't pressure myself to give myself the time and yeah, make, a, yeah. make a decent uh, thing. So it'll be a new intro that'll be an fully animated. Uh, I'll cool. do, doing the whole intro animated. So, so no more reading uh, a uh, notepad uh, text. <laughs> and it's neat. It automatically animates the mouth. That is just cool. That is oh, yeah. Cool. It, it's uh, and it before I had to actually kind of place where the the phonetics were and this I don't have to it, it it totally gets gets it pretty close to correct uh, as you play play the animation it's it's really interesting and it is doing some funny things with my own face so cool it'd be kind of in snapchat yeah. you can do that on snapchat too so I'm assuming yeah. this this Technology is becoming more common. Which yeah, is it's nice. it's interesting. Uh, pattern pattern recognition in in audio, it's getting getting pretty good. So, That's and cool. yeah. yeah, there's also a 3D animation software that uh, I got, and it's it's a it's really quite amazing. To, I just have to figure out how to to uh, what the commands are and stuff like that. So, so it'll take me. I'll be. I'm supposed to be working tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> tough. It's it's fun. It's too fun to play with this stuff. But lots of, it's really yeah. good. It's really interesting. It, it, some of this stuff is very realistic, like, like very realistic 3D animation. It, the, the models are are very very realistic ones. So cool. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I've tried to put my own face in there, and, but it's it doesn't look right. It's, uh -oh. too, it's too fat a face is what <laughs> and, and it and, well, and, and in the software uh, that I'm using you start out bald so oh, well. <laughs> it, it looks all wrong it looks all wrong but oh, it'll get better and it's it's a t yeah, you, you yeah. just have to get used to it and uh, it's not uh, it's not quite as intuitive as anime studio but uh, we'll see cool yeah, so it's gonna be it's a lot of interesting stuff. I I, I, I want to yeah. do uh, I want to do uh, I have to talk about this offline with YouTube, but I want to do some kind of a a piece on microaggressions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? Uh, Daryl Wing is it? Daryl Wing Sue is his name. The guy that that popularized the the microaggression. You know what? You know what sent him off? That been back in the seventies or so. Then I don't know if it 80s? was that far back, but anyway, he, okay. this guy's a professor of some bullshit department of I don't know what, but you can guess it's probably in the area of uh, the humanities, mm -hmm. and he, he he got all upset when a flight attendant asked him and the. Uh, person he was with to move so that they could uh, oh, balance the weight and he got yeah. all upset because he thought it was all racist blah 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 I'm like wow dude you you're somebody I don't want anywhere near me <laughs> you're, 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 a, you're the technical term for you is a complete prick 
it tells me every you know that's yeah. the thing that's yeah. the thing about microaggressions yeah. microaggressions tell yeah. me absolutely nothing about the person you claim to have aggressed you it tells me everything about you well i think it's a thing but it's you know um 99 right you know 99 anyway. i don't believe it no don't believe it i have to excuse myself briefly have we done the um out yeah we're, we're not yet no uh, we're, okay i guess we'll i guess we'll leave it there and we'll, we'll be back in a couple of weeks and then i'll see what's what yeah all right i'm just gonna shut it down yeah okay You've been listening to the Legion of Reason Diversion coming to you from Alberta, Canada. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to our bi-weekly podcast on iTunes and other podcatchers. Even better, subscribe to our YouTube live sessions where you can join in on the discussion. Thanks for giving us a listen. Music and other sound effects under license from audioblocks.com.